band-aid just fall out of your book. It's out of your leg. <laughs> it's in a wrapper. It's not a gross one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming back to your ear holes, your hosts for the Basically Being Better podcast, Rachel and Abby. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Basically Being Better. I completely forgot our name. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what is the podcast that you do? Um, I'm Abby. And I'm Rachel. And what are we doing today, Rachel? Zero Waste Life, the book by, I did not write her name down. Anita Van Dyke. Anita Van Dyke. It was a great book and we're going to review it and talk about it. That sounds good. Yeah, cool. So you have a, uh, whatever it is to start us off. A recent reco. A recent reco. I do. And this is quite an exciting one. Well, I feel like it's exciting on my side of the fence, because you thought of it halfway through our episode last week. Oh, it's not even that one. What? But I'll do that one as well. (laughs) Okay. I've got two. (laughs) Oh, man, I've been hanging out for like a week for you to tell me what the last one was. You're like, no, I'm not telling you now. I got two sidetracked because this other one happened. The the other one jumped up. Oh, yeah, it's top of the list. Oh. You're going to appreciate it. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Then why are you excited about these recent recos? Okay, so um, this recent reco is really exciting because we've been on the hunt of how to buy plastic-free toilet paper. Yes. Without it costing the earth. Yes. Oh, without it costing us because it was costing the earth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like I managed to buy toilet paper... From the supermarket, wrapped in paper the other day. No way! It's the regular brand that we normally buy because it's like double length and it lasts just as long, really long, and it's made in New Zealand and ticks all the boxes. Yeah. And now they wrap it in paper! Oh my gosh! They haven't changed the price, it's still affordable, and there's no plastic involved. I was so happy. That is so exciting. That is so exciting. You are so right. I am actually really excited. Yeah. So, what brand was it? So, the brand is Earth Smart. Earth Smart, oh yeah. Um, made in New Zealand. That's so cool. And you did you manage to buy it even with the whole toilet paper situation that's going on? Yeah, yeah. So people are buying the plastic covered toilet paper. People buy- yeah, this bit was fully stocked. People are buying the plastic. <laughs> That's just hurtful. I don't know. I don't know about the toilet paper situation. Are they really worried that they're going to get coronavirus and then their noses are going to get runny, really runny and they're not going to have the tissues to blow their nose on so they need the toilet paper? I don't know. Because the situation is just unreal. Why do they need so much toilet paper? It's not like coronavirus gives you diarrhea or anything like that. <laughs> I don't I understand. Don't, I don't know. Well, it's just potentially these bigger households. Who knows? I don't know. I could, yeah. We are currently, what is the date? I don't know. But it's It is the 19th of March. The 19th of March. So in New Zealand, basically, we're not ha- we don't have to self social distance or anything yet we're just um self-isolating if you're but you return from overseas and they're basically like don't go anywhere yeah cancelled all main events and concerts and everything like that but yeah not full-on don't go to work situation yet yeah like some people aren't yeah i guess our workplace is still open so yeah, that's that's something. It's a, a, exciting times, you know? Yeah, so that's where we are at this point in time. I'm hanging out for us all to do social distancing and I get a chance to read all the books I have on my bed, my nightstand to read for the podcast. <gasps> yes. <laughs> I, I'm seeing all these memes about it and a couple that I really identified was I've been training for social distancing my whole life. It's like... <laughs> Yes, uh, social distancing is my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Same, hard same. Yeah, I don't know about like 14 days of it, but... 
I don't know. It sounds pretty good right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm hanging out for it, to be honest. But to be fair, I don't know if we'd still have to work. Like, our job is so... I don't think we're capable. Yeah. We're so reliant on different databases that you can't access from outside of the office. Yeah. And we're not a priority. No, we're not a priority. <laughs> we're bottom of the food chain. I'm okay with that. Same. Give me all the books. Binge watching Netflix. Oh my gosh. I'm sure there's people like on the other side of the world who can who are actually in quarantine or self-isolating, whatever you want to call it, or it's supposed to be called, I don't know, that are like hanging out for like social interaction and we're like, give us the caves. <laughs> they're probably on like day seven, they're like, it's not as good as it sounds. <laughs> I'm gonna yogurt with Adrian. Oh, oh man, I've got my plan set, just someone needs to call it. We're just waiting, <laughs> waiting. Come on guys. Give us the two weeks. Oh dear. Oh. What I don't understand is okay, we're gonna go into this corner because it's on everybody's minds and yeah, but anyway, so what I don't understand is, okay, they put you into self-isolation for 14 days, and if you don't develop any symptoms, then you're okay to go into the wild. Is that correct? I don't know. Or... I don't understand the logistics. go into self-isolation, say you've come from, I don't know, somewhere yeah. overseas, you've landed in New Zealand, you have to go into self-isolation, and then after 14 days you have no symptoms. Are they testing? They're not testing everybody who's coming in. No. As long as you've got no symptoms, you continue on life. Yes. If you start developing systems, then do you call up the health line and be like, yo, homies, I'm like feeling some symptoms. Test, Test me. me. I think so. And then if you get tested, you get self-isolated until when are you okay? I don't know. I don't know. Like when you develop symptoms, I don't know how long after that you're contagious for. Yeah. Oh. Nothing ever says. No. I've been trying to figure it out. Maybe it's unknown. Oh, maybe. Surely not. I don't know. No, they must, because they've got people who are, like... Well through it. Are through it in, like, China and stuff now. Mm. Oh, well. By the time this episode comes out, we'll actually be in a completely different place in the world, because things are changing daily at the moment. Yes. So yep. A lot can happen. Yeah. We'll be listening to this episode like, lol, they thought that. <laughs> Oh, they silly. Oh, dear. Mm. And everybody with toilet paper is just laughing and laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Oh, my head hurts trying to, like, comprehend. I know, because it actually is causing me a little bit of anxiety. Like, I start spiring, like, oh, my gosh, like, this is... Like the what if the future situation and not being a, not being in control and all that sort of thing and yeah. not having any idea of how things are going to work out and stuff like that is very much anxiety inducing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm also um, kicking myself a little bit because I'm not in the routine of planning meals still. Uh, I'm going to the supermarket on a semi regular <laughs> basis, and tomorrow my plan is get my shit together. <laughs> Get a week's worth of meals prepped, so I'm, like, I'm okay. Yeah, definitely. I'm... I've worked it out, because I, I had a spiral at my desk, and nobody was around to talk me down. Oh, no. And so then I was like, okay, I need to write out every single meal I can make that I have currently in my cupboard, so that I know that I'm going to be okay if yeah. we get told we can... And the supermarkets are just turned to shit. All this thing. This is worst case scenario. I'd already gone there in my brain. Yeah. And so I wrote out all my meals. And I work at, worked out, I reckon I have about 20 dinners. In your house. In my house. Some of them could be a bit sketchy. But <laughs> 20 dinners-ish. That's good. Yeah. Do you know what I think I'd find really difficult is not eating all the food at once? I know. Like, rationing? I see, it's, and see, I'm like... Pete, I'm like, should we like stock up on chocolate? And then I was like, no, I'll eat that within one day and that'll be my dinner the first night. <laughs> Jono has started doing that with chips. Is he? Yeah. Every time we go to the supermarkets, I'll get a bag in case we're safe <laughs> to self-isolate. <laughs> we haven't eaten them yet. That's a good effort. Yeah. See, I got a bag of popcorn today in oh. case we self-isolate. Like just one bag of popcorn for self-isolation. <laughs> I've already started eating it. <laughs> Oh, well, you also brought a packet of biscuits and they're all gone. <laughs> the thought that counts, oh, right? Man. 
Oh, dear. We'll be like, <laughs> day two, vomiting from all the food that we've eaten. <laughs> I, I panicked and I ate all of my rations. Sometimes it would be easier to be a bear and, like, just, you know how they, like, binge and then they yeah. hibernate. Yeah. Man, I feel like my body tries to do <laughs> Oh, dear. Okay, side note. So this brings me to my quick question. Yes. Very nicely, actually. Um, so, quick question, Rachel. What? How long in self-isolation would it be before you ha- you would get out of your pajamas and actually wear normal clothes because oh. because you feel like you have to put some normalcy back in normalcy back in your life i don't think i'd reach that point i don't think i'd reach that point either <laughs> even on days like um on the weekend i'm home i will have a shower put on a different pair of pajamas <laughs> and i'm good to go about my day <laughs> I don't even know about the showering, like, hey, like, if you're in isolation and you're not seeing anyone, why well, do you need a shower? Other than, like, your own personal smell and... Uh, then you get used to that. You know, hygiene. And on the weekend, I kind of have a day pair of pyjamas and a night pair of pyjamas. <laughs> well, you'd probably just continue that pattern, then, I wouldn't probably you? would. I would get dressed into my day pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think it would take, like, quite a lot for me to... I think I'd probably end up with the same situation. Although it would be like, I would wake up, wear the same pyjamas I was wearing all the way until the end of the day, have a shower, Mm. change pyjamas, wear those pyjamas all the way to the end of the day. So basically I'm just wearing the same clothes to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's exactly what would happen, actually. Because as you get to the end of the day, you're like, oh, I need to do something. Yeah, yeah. Or shower. Yes, and then you're like, well, I can't put clothes on now. It's five o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> put pyjamas on. Or seven o'clock, yeah. Well, you are in your pyjamas now. So. Well, yes, I got home from work and I was like, these are uncomfortable. and put my pyjamas on. Exactly. There's no point putting on any other clothes. Although I'm going to have to get out of them to shower and then put them back on. <laughs> but there was no point getting another pair of pants in the exactly. situation. Exactly. I love pyjamas. Hmm, same. So that was my quick question. I reckon I could make it the full two weeks. Not wearing anything except pyjamas. Yeah. Different types of pyjamas. What happens if they keep extending the time? Like, Italy, they've got like another three weeks up their sleeve. I'm going to be ordering pyjamas online. (laughs) (laughs) I get sick of my regular. You can just use your washing machine, though. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like, I'd get sick of wearing the the rotation that you've got. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I have one for every day of the week. Do you? No, I wish oh, I did. Oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> Do you? I don't. I'm a recondo that shit. Yeah, I'm like, that's a lot of pyjamas. <laughs> I'm a bit thin on the pyjamas because I did recondo. <laughs> oh, funny, my pyjamas are so thin that the other day I went to, like, pull my pants down to go to the toilet and the whole pyjama, like, I grabbed the, the material and it just ripped in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I like that little shorty shorts. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I've had them for years. That's hilarious. It was. I haven't bought any new ones yet, and so I'm just wearing ones with big holes in the bum. That is so funny. <laughs> I had a not quite the same, not quite as funny situation the other day. But I was like, oh, I was doing yoga in my pajama pants, and I'm like, these are see through. <laughs> and John, I was like, yeah, they've been see through for a long time. <laughs> You didn't tell me. He's like, nah. <laughs> like, full on can see your skin through them. <laughs> I love that he's just been like living his life like, there's Rachel. He's <laughs> like, yeah, it's cool. I've gone to the supermarket in those. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and now I know they're see through. But they're the comfiest pants ever. Oh dear, that's like the other day because I, you know how I was wearing that white jumpsuit and I was like, text you and I was like, I'm wearing this white jumpsuit. I've realised you can see my white undies through them and I don't care. You're like, it's all good. Nobody's looking if they are. They'll just notice you're wearing white undies. But I'm like, yeah. So then I got in the car and Pete was driving and I was like to Pete, oh, you can see my undies through this, through this jumpsuit, but it's okay because I don't really care. And Pete's like, yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> Didn't want to tell me. And he's like, I decided you either knew or you didn't need to know. <laughs> that 
that's fair. That's a really fair comment. I was like, but for the reference, I do actually want to know if like, you can see my undies through these pants. Because if I haven't come to terms with it, I need time to come to terms with it before a stranger points it out. Yeah, yeah. Need to accept the fact. Yeah. Oh, that is so funny. So funny. That's fantastic. Oh, dear. It's just, the, that's like the other, oh, no. Anyway, let's move on. Talked about pajamas yeah. for twenty minutes, but we're good. You know where we, you know where we stand on pajamas. Pajamas now. and coronavirus. Next one. What is our instance though? Okay, so this week, um, it was posted a, a while back by Iway, oh, and yes. they reposted it from Adam JK. That's his um, Instagram handle, and it's he said, and it was real pretty, but you'll see. It said. <laughs> Um, there are so many people in the world and they all have big and small problems and it can be helpful to remember that life is just a series of tasks and challenges and moments and feelings for each of us. Wow. Oh, I like that. I like that too. That's like, boils it down a little bit so you're not so like stressed out about everything. Yeah. Why is everything happening? It's okay, it's just another challenge. Yeah, and just... Everything just comes down to those moments and stuff. Yeah. Mm. So true. Very good. Mm. That moments and stuff. Yeah, a real nailed that understanding of that quote. Yeah. Summed it up. Summed it up. (laughs) Cool. All right. And it's really pretty. It's really pretty. Well, that's the main thing. Like a good pretty instance, though. (laughs) Right. Should we talk about this book? I think we should. What it was called Zero Waste Life by the person that I didn't write their name down again. What Anita Van Dyke. Anita Van Dyke. I'm so sorry, Anita. Zero Waste Life in Thirty Days. Yes. Uh, do you have a little bit about Anita? Just very brief. Just a very little brief bit. So, um, Anita is a qualified rocket scientist. She was born in China and raised in Australia. Um, and basically, she started living the zero waste life to save money when she quit her job and they were living off one income. So she started um, her zero waste journey from a saving money perspective and then realized all of it. From there. Yeah. It evolved. It evolved. It evolved from there. there. Yes. And she like sort of started like an Instagram account and it sort of built and built and built to this point where she could write a book about all the yeah exciting things that she does to zero waste her life. Yeah. Yes. It's a nifty little quick read. It is a very nifty quick read. I highly appreciated it. Yes, and I think it was extra quick for us because a lot of the stuff we were already doing. Yes. And so it was kind of like a 30-day thing, but you were like, yep, yeah, do that one next day. Yep, yeah, do that one next day. Yep. Yeah. Or you were like, yeah, need to come back and do that one next day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was very good. I think if someone was like wanting to start their journey and start making changes, this would be, and they love a good challenge. Yeah. This would be a really good place to start. Yes. Because it pretty much lays out everything that I've done over the past like year or so since I, basically since I started, we started the podcast. Yeah. And I started, we decided to start being, well, I decided to be start being better where you were already being better, um, about my waist and where we've gone from there. And it's kind of like pulling everything into one succinct sort of way of doing things. Yeah. It's it, really good. Well, lots of tips and ideas and things like that, which is cool, but in such a like compact little thing yes so mm. handy and so many pretty pictures so many pretty pictures so many pretty pictures very visually pleasing yeah i got the audiobook of it and it, she read it to me in like uh two hours so it was like boom done so quick the only problem was that she there is some recipes for like diy um beauty stuff uh, and I was like oh no I need to write this down or something because I'm not going to remember how, <laughs> what the proportion of stuff to stuff is that would be impressive if mm. you did very impressive yeah. but no it was a really good book I enjoyed it yeah me too so um, basically each day it has like a like a thing to work on that day yeah. for 
to working towards a low waist life. And they're reasonably, like, simple switches and changes and things like yeah. that. So if you were to just do one of these things each day and build and build and build, you actually would get to the end of the 30 days and be like, really, like, well done yeah. change of things. So this has taken me, like, what, nine months to get to this situation. Yeah. Well, it takes time because you don't mm. want to overwhelm yourself by doing too much at once and then it's too hard, so you stop doing it. Mm. Um, and maybe that's why we found the book so easy to read because we'd already yeah. implemented a lot of them. Yeah, I, well, I wonder if it would actually take a little bit longer than 30 days. Yeah, I think it probably would. But if the ideas are there and they're already, you know, planting the seed. Yeah, like even if you took a week or a couple of weeks to like get yourself organised, do one thing, do mm. day one or whatever. Yeah. And then move on. Yeah. Gave yourself more time. Yeah. It's really cool. Mm. Really cool. So, should we just, like, bust through our, like, favourite days yeah. and things like that? Because we're not going to go through every single no, day. You need to read the book. There's <laughs> too many. There's too many. 30 days would be here all night. Yeah. So, one of the first things that she talked about was um, getting a zero-waste kit together. Yes. I quite like that. I liked... I thought that was quite cool. So, you obviously carrying it around in your bag or whatever... Real simple things. Foldable, reusable bag, a stainless steel drink bottle, a reusable coffee cup, and a stainless steel straw. I don't do the stainless steel straw. I just ask for no straw. straw. Although the other day, I ended up with straw. I'm like, no! How did this happen? (laughs) You're like, turned your back for five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Fail. Fail. It's so upsetting sometimes. I'll get it right next time. Oh, it's not your fault, though. It's not your fault at all. I think that's what I find quite difficult, is that, like, why are people not thinking about this already? Like, why are we in a bubble today? <laughs> I feel mm. like sometimes... Well, and she... I, and, we'll circle there? Yeah, I think we will. But, cool. like, it is, like, the ripple effect sort of thing. Yes, definitely. Mm. Definitely, yes, we will get there. So she also had um, some other things in there if you wanted. Those were the top four. But also a cloth napkin, reusable cutlery, a small items like a little reusable bag, and a glass jar. Yeah, that's yeah. a good little kit. Good little kit. I would probably, I'd probably say most of that stuff is in on my person or near my person when I need it. Yeah, same. So in my handbag that I like carry every day, yeah, I've always got ginormous handbag. It's ginormous for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I've always got canvas bags and little loot bags. Yeah. To go and get stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't carry the other stuff because I generally plan when I'm going to need that stuff, and then I'll take it with me. Like yeah. if I'm going to go get a coffee, I'll have my coffee mug, or if I'm going somewhere and I need my water bottle, I'll have it with me. Yeah, coffee one is like. Sometimes Pete and I will spontaneously go get a coffee, but we'll make sure that we drink, eat in, like, oh, nice. so that we don't have to have a coffee cup. Yeah. That was, like, quite an easy change that we made quite early on last yeah. year. And it's quite nice sitting down mm. and, like, stopping. Yeah. 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 Um, and cool. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, we know we're going to go get coffee. And I don't currently drink coffee that often, so it doesn't actually affect me too much. No. No, yeah, same. It's like a weekend thing, and mm. I'm good to go. Mm. Um, anything you'd add to the list? Nah, I think she like sums it up she really well. She summed it up pretty like, well. Having like the glass jars and everything ready to go. I've got that in my shopping bag. Whenever I go to the store, yes. I've got that all good to go. My refillable containers, like... Yeah. She does go circle to, on another day, going for your zero-waste shop and, like, supermarket shop type situation. And she does, like, give you even, like, a bigger kit for supermarket shopping and things like that. And that's, like, your reusable, like, multiple reusable bags and um, glass jars and whatnot and all that sort of stuff, which I thought was quite cool. That's probably the time that I use that stuff most anyway. But it's always handy to have an extra bag in your bag. Just in case. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yep. That's very cool. Very cool. Um, she also talks about um, when you're 
doing the low waste shopping to get to know the shop people you're like buying your stuff from and I'm like that's great in theory but I'm mildly terrified of other people so (laughs) I know I know and it's not the first time like I've read this and it's been suggested suggested but I'm like "Mm, less human contact (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I haven't uh, I don't really know the farmer's market people that well. No, I don't know them at all. But I don't. I think I probably, we were talking about this the other day, if you did get to know them, you'd actually get to know how much sprays and stuff they actually use because yeah. they don't label their stuff organic. But I don't know if it's because they just can't because to label your stuff organic, you have to be like... You've got to jump through so many hoops. Yes, and they actually potentially yeah. have way less sprays than stuff in the supermarket, yeah. but you just can't see it on the label. Yeah. So talking to them probably would help. Yeah, definitely. The other thing that always makes me hesitate is whenever I'm going to these places like the butcher or farmer's market, it's always so busy and there's always lots of people waiting, mm. and I feel bad taking mm. time. Yeah, <laughs> True. True. Yeah, mm. I guess. But no, I do definitely see her point. Yeah. And then she recommends, obviously, going to separate shops. It does mean that you end up going to different places, but it's so much easier to do low waste if you go to a veggie shop, a butcher shop, a farmer's like a market, bin, a bulk, bulk bin, bin bulk bin, that's the place I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, like, it, it, like, it does take changing your habit, but once it's... Um, once it becomes a habit to go to those places and you break it up, it just becomes normal. Yeah. Well, my Wednesday shop has just become Wednesday shop, but I have to go to slightly more places, and most of them I can walk are within walking distance of work, so it's not like a super yeah. hard task. Yeah, that's what I find so good about it is like I don't feel like it's sucking up much time because it's filling in a lunch break where I can go walk to these places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where I would have. Don't know what I would have been doing anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And it's walking, you know, getting out in nature. All good for and you. the other thing she mentions is used by dates and best before dates. And I am totally a sucker for used by dates and best before dates. I never know which one's like. So what is it? If it's best before. Yeah. You can use it after the date. Yeah. It was just best before that date. It was just better before that date. Yeah. Yeah, so like things last way longer than they actually say. Yeah. So you don't. They've got to be cautious. Yes, and they're, uh, yeah, and they obviously go on the cautious side, and then the use by date you actually have to use it before the yeah. date runs out. Yeah, which means that you're actually not going to contract a contagious disease from your butter if you use it before the best, uh, after the best by best no. before date. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Dr. Rachel says. <laughs> well, I've been fine so far, so <laughs> I'm hoping that's it. <laughs> I don't know if I could just call you a doctor out of the blue, but you no, know. Not a doctor. Fun fact, Anita Van Dyke, the author, is training to be a doctor at the moment. Fun fact. Fun fact. Just whip that one out. Yeah. She mentions it in the book. Yes. <laughs> Like, I'm not a doctor, but she is, so she will, will be soon. <laughs> Could be. I don't know when the book was published. Oh, neither do I. It must be reasonably recently, because a lot of it's, it's quite... quite re- relatable, isn't it? Quite, um, like, current. Mm. Yeah. So then, another day is declutter your home and your life and things like that. That's actually over three days, the decluttering thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, which I found was basically Marie Kondo, except... Not about finding joy, about finding what you need. Yes. I feel like I prefer Marie Kondo's version. What's what's sparking joy. Yeah. Mm. I like that. But I can see, like, I can see the practicality of only only keeping things you need. Yeah. Yeah, same. Same. I kind of just did it how I wanted to. (laughs) You did a bit of both? Yeah. Yeah. Got to combine them. The one thing I do like what she goes into is disposing of your things that you don't need responsibly, which I really, really appreciate. Yes, because remember when we did the Marie Kondo episode and we were talking about all the bags Mm. and bags of like clothes and stuff that these people are throwing away just straight into the bin and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I really like that she touched on that. Yes, compounded with the fact after we watched the True Cost yes. episode, we found out that all of our stuff, the charities shops, is not really helping anyone. It's just getting... It's a burden. It's just a place for it to live for like a couple of weeks before it gets shipped overseas anyway. Exactly. Or shipped somewhere else, which is not helpful. Hmm. So she gave like suggestions for how to dispose of items mindfully. Um, some of them were... I thought these were really good, so I wrote them down. Nice. Um, the Woman's Refuge. Mm-hmm. Dress for Success Charity. So that, I don't know if we have those in New Zealand, but... I think we do. Play, places that need, like, suits and stuff for yeah. people who do, can't afford them. Trying to get into the workplace. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I know there's a couple in Wellington, but I don't know about around the rest of the country. Yeah. Um, a Refugee Centre. Um, donating them to schools for dress-ups. That's a good one. Um, creating a free box at your work and say, yo, homies, take my free stuff, <laughs> which is what my friend is really good at doing. And <laughs> um, a swap meet, which I'm not 100% sold on these swap meat. Like, I Benarkies. like... Menarkis. 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 I like the idea of them, but I just feel like, who wants my stuff? I like the idea of them, but I'm like, who's my size? Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe there needs to be, like, this place where you can sign up to swap meets and you're all the same size. Yes, that would be ideal. That would be so beneficial. Oh, my gosh, there should be an app for that. I wonder if there is. There probably is. (laughs) All the apps we've come up with on this show so far have been already existent. But... Um, That would be really handy. Really handy. Yeah. Because it would just mean that you would end up with, like... Yeah, I like a fresh set of clothes. Yeah, it would feel new to you. Mm. And you don't know the people you're necessarily meeting up with for the swap, so then you don't get to see your clothes on someone else down the the party or whatever. Did a band-aid just fall out of your book? (laughs) (laughs) It's on your leg. (laughs) It's in a wrapper, it's not a crisper. (laughs) Did a band-aid just fall out? Yes, it did, Rachel. A band-aid did just fall out of my book, and I'm going to put it straight back in. That's a handy bookmark. It is, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, it's clean. I've just got... It's unused. I should have specified. Is that an unused oh, bookmark? <laughs> unused band-aid. Oh, no. I've lost my ears. Oh, no. Um... Yeah, I agree. I agree. It would be really good to do the clothes swap thing with people you didn't know. Low waste bookmark because I've got you re double use exactly. And then if you cut yourself, you're really exactly got a bandage. And do you know what? I cut myself pretty regularly on accident, like basically every time I use a knife. So (laughs) it is helpful. No, I completely. Totally agree. <laughs> I can't believe that's the first time it's fallen out. It's been there for ages as well. That's quite impressive. Yeah. Anyway, that was a real side yeah. note. Sorry. Um, yeah, I really liked her suggestions. They're all very good. Well, the other ones were you obviously sell. Oh, yes. Um, donate to a vet centre. Oh. Like stuff for like ta- old towels and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I'm sure that I don't know. I, I mean, my sister's a bit, I have no idea if they need them. I should probably ask her. Or if they'd take them. Or if they'd take them. And there was one other thing. What was it? No. That's it? That's all I've got. That's a pretty good list. Mm. What was a good list? Um, The next thing that I had that I quite enjoyed was the beauty products section yeah and um she she recommended coconut oil for removing your makeup Mm -hmm. have you done that before i use oil for everything you just rub oil on your face to remove your makeup Mm. so i use i don't use coconut oil i use oh it depends on the day i use either i use mainly jojoba oil i use it for washing my face removing makeup it's a moisturizer it's everything so you, do you put it on multiple times for each of those yeah, times? Like, yeah. Okay, now I'll use my moisturizer. <laughs> Oops, now I need to remove my moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better do some toning with that 
Same stuff. I actually do. Okay, <laughs> so I get up in the morning, well, say I was putting makeup on, I'd wash my face and then I'd put my Jehovah oil on as a moisturizer, then I'd do my makeup, then I'd come home and then I'd use my Jehovah oil to take my makeup off and then I'd wash my face and then I'd put my Jehovah oil back on. <laughs> it is. It is very much like that. Wow. And it works so well. Where do you get your Jehovah oil from? Um, I buy it from... I buy it by the Australian company one. I think it's just called the Jehovah Oil Company. Yeah. Do you buy it online or do you buy yeah. it from a store? No, I buy it online. Farmers used to stock it and then they stopped stocking it. They but stocked it for years. I've seen the Jojo Oil in um in the bulk bin store. You know how they've got all those essential oils over on the side? Oh my gosh, I need to look. I don't know if it's very nice stuff. I have seen the um, I have seen the essential oil section, but I haven't looked at the Yahoo oil. I think the other thing is I do really like the stuff that I use. Yeah, fair enough. Mm, but I should see what this stuff is. Mm-hmm. And it lasts so long. Mm. Like, I pay $50 for like a big container of it jar bottle bottle 500 mils bottle of it yeah Mm. and it lasts me ages i was just conscious that you're holding up a sized bottle here and the listeners can't see no yeah good point well they might be able to see but they can't (laughs) see what you're currently doing yeah right yeah yeah about 500 mils it lasts me ages maybe one or two a year that's not ages 500 mils only lasts you it lasts you like six months. Probably a year. It probably lasts me a okay. year. Okay, alright, I'll give you a year. A year's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I'm using that, and then I also have like um, this other little oil blend that I really like in Face Hero. It's really good. And I also use um, the other one. What's the other little one? The other little oil that's real good? Yeah, I use that one. Okay, I have zero clue what you're saying, but that's cool. I'm sure it will come back in a recent reco. Probably. <laughs> so I tried the coconut oil on the face situation. Oh, how did you enjoy it? It was great. It came off, and then I washed my face, and it was it was fantastic. Nice. Yeah. I don't wear makeup enough to like to worry about it too often. So yeah. <laughs> my friend was like, oh, "She's like, are you using coconut oil?" I'm like, "Yes." She's like. Um, is this something you've tried before, or did you just just try to do it, decide to try and do it today? And I was like, well, I read it somewhere, and I'm (laughs) trying it today, but it's not because I just, like, thought, oh, that'll work. It's because I needed to do it, and this is the first time that I, uh, have had a chance to take makeup off. And you found it worked really well? And it worked really well. Cool. Yeah. So good, right? Yeah, Really good at getting mascara off? Yes. Really good. Which is always my downfall. Mascara is the hardest thing to get off. Yeah. Mm. Ah, mm. that's awesome. Yeah, for the win. Definitely. Um, she also has recipes for deodorant and toothpaste and all sorts of cleaning things yeah. and stuff like that. I don't know how they compare to the Botox Life stuff. I didn't. I haven't had a go at that yet. Yeah. No, I don't try them mm. either. But I think that's because I'm set in my ways. (laughs) Well, if you've decided, if you've got, like, what you use regularly already sorted out, then it's kind of like, why bother changing? Yeah, exactly. But if you're still looking for ideas and ways of doing it... Oh, try these recipes out. There's a book to do it, and she's helping you in other ways as well. Definitely. Mm. So good. Mm. The the, the deodorant one, because you were going to try the one, the deodorant that you've... Have you tried it yet? No, I haven't. Oh. That's my um, job for the weekend. Ooh, exciting stuff. Try and make the one from Wendell's book. Wendell's book. Yep. The Natural Home. The Natural Home. Yep. Looking forward to hearing that update. Mm. Um, I think the other thing that really stood out to me was the Dirty Dozen, which was the... Yes. The... Uh, foods... foods. Fruit and vegetables that have the most sprays. Yeah. And that absorb them the most, like retain them. Mm. Yeah. So apples, strawberries, grapes, celery, peaches slash nectarines, spinach, capsicum, cucumber, potatoes, tomato, kale, and cherries. And it's like she literally 
wrote my shopping list out. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like my go-to vegetables and fruit. Like, why is it so hard to buy organic vegetables in this country? I don't know. Surely Hmm. we could get there. It was really hard because my garden's only so big. Yeah, well, at the moment I can get spinach. Yeah, the moment tomatoes is all I've got. (laughs) Oh, we've got a salad there. (laughs) Tomato and spinach salad, which is what I have most of the week. Capskin, though, I need some capskin. Celery I eat every day. Oh, gosh. Potatoes. So tricky. Kumra. Um, no, Kumra's not on the list, but I wonder if it is. If it's It'll pretty probably similar be similar. Potatoes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely would be. Hmm. All I the best fruit, know. peaches, nectarines, yes, straws. Oh. oh. Makes sense why they are the dirty dozen. But also, help. And then she goes on to talk about um, how you can reduce your meat intake also will reduce sort of zero waste life sort of situation um that was a good explanation but it's as far as i'm going to go and i would just like to say that i have managed to get us down to like two to three nights a week joe that is so good i know don't tell pete just slowly just yeah slowly building it out most of the time it's when i cook he gets cook meat because it's really hard to make him cook meals without meat but yeah uh, I don't think we'll ever get to, unless there's worldwide meat shortage or everybody's told that they can't eat meat anymore, we're never going to stop eating meat. But um, getting it down is is making all the difference anyway. Yeah, that's awesome. Hmm. Good work. Yeah. What have you got next on your list? Well, I kind of talked about it all. I've got three more, th- four more things. Oh, okay. Oh, I've got one oh, thing yeah. that really um that really light um it's to do with clothes and one of the chapters was make do and mend so if you've got something and it's broken and you can fix it mm. do do so because you're getting more wear out of it and then the cost of that item just the total cost like on the environment and everything lowers so mm. it's better to do that and then she talks about how the financial cost of of a single clothing item doesn't or isn't um, reflecting the true cost of that item on the planet mm. and how it's often cheaper to replace than to repair yeah. and how you need to think further about the expense of that item, like the impact on the environment, the shipping it to you and then all mm. of it involved mm. rather than just, oh, I paid $10, I'll buy another one. Exactly, yeah. No, but, that was a good point. Yeah, so I really like that she went into that. And then she also had this fact that it's, um, it takes, oh, how many is that? It takes 2,720 litres of water to make a t-shirt. And that's the equivalent of how much one person would normally drink over a three-year period. It's a sh- lot of water. That is a lot of water. It's a lot of water just to make a yeah. t-shirt. I like the idea of, because um, we've talked about our situation in terms of cloths and stuff like that, and turning things that we're I'm like decluttering into rags and cloths is like my now my gonna be my go to I think. Yeah, that's really good. Mm. Really good. Awesome. Yeah. Getting more wear Get out of it. Getting more wear out of it, yeah. Repurposing. Yeah. Um the other three things I have is she talks about decluttering your mind so as well as like your home and things like that so unfollowing people we've already talked about that before unfollow people who clutter up your mind and are not helpful um and are spiraling you hide your ads make a joy list oh i like that oh yeah i did really enjoy that one i like that and i kind of felt it was almost like a petrol list but not quite same i've i've made myself a little like joy list of things that I like to do that just are fun um, go phone free um, make sleep a priority all really good stuff and then she did this other activity which was write your own eulogy and oh. I can imagine if I actually did it, which I didn't if I actually did it I would probably make myself cry Yeah, I didn't do it properly Yeah, um, I didn't write anything down I just quickly thought about like the questions that she she asked, mm. and I'm like, okay, quick, five things now. 
And that's yeah. what I made myself do. So I couldn't dwell on it because I, yeah. I knew I was going to turn into a mess. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't I, want to. I did the same thing. While she said it, I just like thought of the things that came to my head when she was saying the questions for your eulogy. Like what... Um, do you want to be remembered for? Yes. Is it the stuff in your home or is it... Yeah. yeah. What characteristics do you want to be remembered for? Yeah, Remind exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Jesus, not the characteristics I put out into the world anyway. I actually don't want to do that exercise fully. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would be a very tough exercise. Yeah, definitely. Oh, dear. And then the last thing that really stood out to me was... No, not stood out to me. I just had a comment on was um get involved and how like you need to become a letter writer mm. and start getting to know like your MPs and their policies and your government and all that sort of stuff but the letter writer thing I wrote my first letter Did you? <laughs> it doesn't count as a letter I emailed slash put on the you know how when it says contact us and you fill in the little form oh yeah I filled in a little form on the collagen Oh, that's right. I go to for my collagen because they have these canisters and they don't recycle them in our neck of the woods, which makes them incredibly annoying because you go through them like monthly, and I don't want um like monthly canisters just sitting around my home. I don't want to put them, but they're quite large. I don't want to put them in the bin. Yeah, like they're. I suppose I could repurpose them, but like you don't need. I don't need that many to repurpose. Yeah, and they don't seal. They're just like. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like, just pop on lids. Like, I could put something on them, but I don't know. Anyway, can't figure out what to do with them. So I emailed them and I said, yo, you guys are all about how all the stuff in your thing is... I didn't say this, but this is what I was thinking. I said it in much more politely. You guys are all about how you're, like, trying to be sustainable with the way that you've, like, got your ingredients and all that sort of stuff for this product. Yeah what do you do with your canisters? Because currently I am hoarding them and I don't know what to do with them. But anyhow, any thoughts would be appreciated. Did they reply? No. Oh. <laughs> Man. It was a day ago. Okay. It was yesterday. Okay. I'll give them another. I'll give them some time. I mean, they're probably dealing with like coronavirus. Something. Yeah, probably. So, Ooh. yes. But I like that idea. I think... And we've talked about it a couple times where you're like, I want to ship back all this rubbish that they put with this, this yeah, packaging or whatever. That I didn't need. Like, why can't we? Maybe we do. I reckon. I reckon we start just returning stuff to people if they aren't doing it properly. Yeah. Like, I could package up all my empty canisters and send them back to them. Like, why Why have they not thought it through? Where is this going? Where is their the rubbish from their product ending up. Yeah. Why can't it be recycled? Why can't it be refilled? Yes, exactly. Why can't it be something that breaks down? Mm. Like, why does it have to be a freaking polystyrene ball? I mean, at least with polystyrene, you can definitely send that back to them. They could pop it in the next thing they're going to put it in. They could reuse it. But why are they using it to begin with? (laughs) Like, the week before, I got something in keeping it like safe was um scrunched up paper like awesome that's going to be reused yeah i reckon i reckon just send it back to them see what they say like don't put a return address in it just send it back to them they can deal with it no please reuse or dispose of um appropriately (laughs) appropriately. yeah Mm. i reckon if everybody starts sending back the waste that the person has that that companies are sending with their stuff to you then then that would is that gonna is that gonna make them take some action oh well surely it made them stop and think a second because the other thing that confuses me is they're obviously buying the stuff they're paying for it it's an an expense for them to then put in packages and then send away wonder how much it costs them but then why and then they're supporting the places that are making it can't we just cut it off yeah I feel like you give them a you give them a first strike and you'd be like, email them slash, I don't know, contact them and be like, yo, what are you doing with stuff? Can I send it back to you? And then if they don't reply, send it send back it to them. Back. Yeah, that's my plan. Okay, that's really good. I don't know where this stuff came from. It's not ordered <laughs> by me. Oh, no. <sighs> that was that was my last point. That was really good. Yeah. 
She had this bit in the end of the book that really stood out for me. It was when she was wrapping everything up. And she says, Zero waste living relies on the collective power of we. We can take control of plastic pollution. We can make a difference in the fight against climate change. We must be caretakers of the only planet we call home. We are in this together. Boom. Boom. <laughs> it summed it up so nicely. It did summed it up nicely. She does talk about the ripple effect thing as well. Oh, yes. We didn't circle back. Which we didn't circle back to, which we promised we would. Um, which I totally see in my own life. Like, even with the fact that Pete doesn't... He's not um, as passionate about the situation as I am, which is fine. Like, he's, he's happy enough to go along with my... My life. Yeah. <laughs> he says he understands. Yeah. But, you know, he's just not quite as, like, thoughtful as I am about things. And slowly, like, it's, like, building on him too. And then I yeah. also notice with, like, friends and stuff and family, they're, like, more aware. And it's just, like, being aware is, like, the first step, isn't it? Exactly. And acknowledging that something needs to change. Yeah. yeah. Like, you might not like, get it right the first time. Nobody's getting it right. No I'm still one not is. getting it right. You're no, I'm not getting it right. No one is. Like, I definitely bought stuff with packaging on it today, but... You know, it's just like that awareness and building on it and yeah. all that sort of thing. Which and you is, do your best. Yes. And everyone being aware and making those uh, changes where they can, like, adds up. Yes. But is it, we come back to it a few times, what is it, you need, don't need one person doing everything perfectly, you need lots of people doing it imperfectly. Yeah. 100%. This, like, actually, though. Yeah. <laughs> Like, actually, though. Actually. Yeah. So, um, really good book. Really good book. If you feel the need to get some ideas, you don't know where to start, I'd start here at this book. Yeah. It makes, um, it helps break it down so things aren't so overwhelming. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. I actually can't hear anything out of my ears right now, so we should wrap it up. Let's wrap this up. (laughs) Okay, okay, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can talk to us on the social media. Um, Instagram at basically being better. Uh, Gmail basically being better at gmail dot com. This is an exciting time. I mean, what else you got to do? You could just send us an email and listen to our podcast and like make us excited because we don't have anything else to oh do. Oh my gosh. Leave us a little review. Yes. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Yeah. Oh, and we're also on Twitter at Being Better Pod. Yeah. Cool. Ta-da. So, I guess next week we'll give you an update on where we at. Oh, uh, yeah. Where we at. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, yeah, the good thing, what do you do? You go, bye. Bye. <laughs>